teaching between generations is often one way. In the home, parents teach their kids. In school, teachers teach the children. But if we, what if we change direction to see what we can learn from children? The scriptures place a high value on children. When the disciples asked Jesus, who was the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He answered, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and say, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is Christian Curious, and I'm your host, Dr. Haley Gray Scott. Each week, we tackle some of the hardest, most pressing questions facing Christians in the 21st century. Today, I'm interviewing my daughters, Ellie and Vivi, about the question, what do kids and teens think adults should know about their generation? Ellie Scott is 13 years old and in the eighth grade. Her favorite sport is soccer, and she enjoys spending time with friends. She's currently obsessed with Stranger Things. But when asked what her favorite subject is in school, she says science, but really her true favorite thing about school is lunch, when she gets a break from class to hang out with her friends. Vivi Scott is 11 years old and in sixth grade. Her favorite sport is soccer, and she enjoys watching Netflix and YouTube. She even has her own YouTube channel, which I should be more consistent in checking your content, Vivi. Her favorite subject is history because she loves learning about how the world came to be and the people who came before her. Ellie, Vivi, welcome back to Christian Curious. Hello. Hello. Ellie, Vivi, I'm curious, what do you think is the most important thing adults and parents need to know about your generation? Vivi? That um, our generation has different interests and... um, and we are different from other generations. So um, I'm not like criticizing parents or other generations, but we just have different interests in what is trending online uh, and what we want. And that's what we mainly focus on, what's trending online. And we want to we wanna wear the, those clothes. We want to do those things. So, yeah. All right. So what are the biggest differences you see between yourself and other generations um uh probably like um personalities you know like now um the internet is um here and we are uh people can be terribly rude and super like not considerate and I just felt like um, if the internet existed uh, back then, then we um, then I feel like people would be people would be nicer and it would be a whole different place. It'd be so different. You are the a true digital native because literally you could run an iPad before you could talk long before you could talk. And so you think that more time on the internet or more time, you know, if the internet had had been around for longer, that people might have learned by now to be nicer? Yeah. It would just be a whole different place. Yeah. So different. It would probably be shocking. So do you think that, you know, 
in your answer when I asked you about the differences, you immediately went online to talking about online. So Mm -hmm. do you think that one of the biggest differences is um, the importance of internet in in your life? Yes, and also the disimportance, but... What do you mean? So, I, uh, it's, it's not like super, super, super important that I waste all of my time on it. Um, uh, in my opinion, I don't really waste a ton of my time on it, so, but it's, it's not really important enough to spend your whole day on it when you can be doing something productive or something. So, um, it is, it might be important, uh, very important for the whole other world, but, um, sometimes it's really just not important anymore. I'm going to remember that the next time you ask me for more screen time. (laughs) Ellie, what about you? I think most of our generation goes online to find the reassurance or lack thereof that they get from the people they look up to in their life or the people that they seek love from. And maybe they just go online to find that love. Like, I don't know. I personally don't because I actually have parents who love me. But I feel like some people might do that, and that's why they're always online. Have you seen that in your friends? No. I hope they aren't online dating or something. That's really... <laughs> not yet. Yep, not yet. And you better not do that either. No, I've heard enough <laughs> catfish stories to be set for life. <laughs> yeah, that can... online dating can be pretty scary. That's true. I mean, it can be scary, and... You know, I the twindle, the twin, twin, uh, Tinder swindler. <laughs> that can destroy your life. It can forever, all of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's that's also how it can be scary. But what are some other important things you think that you know adults need to know about your generation? Um, I'm not sure. Um that i i'm at a complete loss i don't i don't know i don't have any other reason yeah ellie can you think of anything um i don't know i mean same with vivi i think i think online is the most relevant thing um not relevant but like the most important um and i feel like um like adults should try to better understand their kids in a way. I don't know really how, but I feel like some kids feel like they don't feel understood or like, um, or like, for example, like, you know how I'm usually sassy and stuff like that Mm -hmm. sometimes. It's just like, I don't know how to control it. I just might just, I just get angry sometimes and it's just part of growing up into a teenager. And then it just makes me more mad when he told me to stop. To stop being sassy? Yes. Well, anger is a natural, it is a valid emotion. It is a valid emotion. And sassiness and talking back. I'm sure you talk back a lot more than I did. That may be true. I probably did talk back more than you did. In fact, you can ask your papa about that. Um... You know, apart from parents, do you sense that adults in general, like, 
understand you, your likes, your personality, your dislikes? Do you feel like people, adults understand you? Um, I don't think most adults understand like me as a person. I don't think most adults um, care about care enough to ask me all those questions. But I think if they did, then they would know. But I feel like most adults are too focused on their own life to focus on their um, focus on their kids, maybe, and that's why I think it's um, difficult for some parents because, or difficult for some children because um, lots of parents focus so much on their work and so much on their their friends. Like some parents are so focused on being young again that they forget how it is to be young and how it is to feel uh, how they do, and so. I feel like some kids, they don't get that love from their parents that they really would kill for. Right. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of ways that adults try to be young. I think that's pretty profound, actually, is that adults get caught up in trying to be young. Women get get caught up in trying to look young. You know, men get caught up in trying to, you know, act young and feel young. But then they forget what it's actually like to be young. And how hard it can be sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And then they just, they're just so focused on themselves, they forget to focus on the people they brought into this world. And they just, they can't ever be young again because they don't know what it's like to live and how we are, we do now. What about the other adults in your life besides, uh, besides parents, just teachers, coaches? other adults you interact with do you think that they in trying to understand your generation Vivi what what do you think um I feel like teachers aren't trying to um but um a lot of teachers just get fed up with how uh other people act that they just kind of go off the walls and that that can really affect a child too and so it it kind of just kind of misses uh we miss each other like the teacher and the child it's um it's just a cycle uh the child misbehaves the teacher gets mad then takes it out on everyone else and then yep and the child misbehaves again because the teacher acted that way and then and also that is part of because bad parenting or the parents aren't around to teach their kids what what to do and how to act at school. Yeah. And so that can lead to that. So what is a teacher going off the walls? What does that look like? I'm, I'd love to know what that looks like. Yelling. Um, okay. Uh, they don't, they can't really, they can't physically abuse, abuse us without really getting arrested. <laughs> Um, no. Uh, but like they get so fed up that that they just <laughs> explode, and um, and it can lead to a teacher quitting their job. Unfortunately, <laughs> that can happen. But um, they just get so angry. Yeah. And I feel like all teachers do that. Like even if. You aren't a teacher before. Wait, even if you're you don't like get, have anger issues or something, um, 
you can get them by being a teacher. So maybe a better way for teachers might be just to take a step back from the, the kids that are misbehaving and maybe try to understand them a little bit better. Yeah, because that, that's that's not the that's kind of the parents' fault. Yeah. They, they weren't around for their child to teach them. I feel like uh, people, the children should also try to understand the teachers as well. Because, I mean, dealing with 30 misbehaving students and trying to control them all, that would be pretty frustrating, honestly, in trying to get them to do their work so they can actually successfully graduate the class. Because, honestly, um, if, the, if all the kids in their class fail, they get fired. Right. And so they're just trying to do their job, honestly, and misbehaving kids aren't making it any easier. But I feel like it's also, uh, like Vivi said, um, misbehaving does also come from the adults in the children's lives. And I feel like parents should better resemble what a good, uh, good behaving student should look like. And I feel like you've never like ta- taught me how to be a good student. I just know it because of good parenting. I mean, but some people don't have that. So I think the teachers and the students should try to understand each other. With a heart for the gospel and devotion to scholarly excellence and biblical authority, Denver Seminary prepares you to engage the needs of the world with the redemptive power of the gospel and the life-changing truth of Scripture. Our online, on-campus, and hybrid education programs make it possible for you to earn a graduate degree or a certificate, or simply grow in your knowledge of the Bible. Learn more about Denver Seminary at denverseminary.edu. See, it's shocking to you guys that I got spankings every year in elementary school except for um, third grade and sixth grade and you guys have never been sent to the principal's office but I grew up in a very different type of home I've been sent to the principal's office for good reasons only yeah I was like I was top four of the best students in the elementary school that's the only reason I was sent to the principal's office <laughs> uh, can I add to it yeah um, also parents they um when their child like fails or something, or they feel like their child isn't getting enough support at school, it's probably the adult's fault because um, if the parent is complaining about their child and how they f- failed to the teacher, that's the adult not being there so they can kind of teach them on their own too. Um, so. And also other reasons, like the child, uh, also Mr. Bauman, he uh, he got mad because parents were emailing him about, like, why did you do this to my child? Why did you do this? Um, why were you acting this way around my child? It's because, um, and he said, like, uh, that the children were taking it personally and weren't realizing that they were the ones that were messing around first. And so um, it, that is also hard on teachers, too, because they, they have to deal with the parents along with the children because the children can go home and make up fake reasons. Like, my teacher 
sent me to the principal's office with no reason that that's not true and then the parent comes out the teacher and just well you know when I was teaching college freshmen um, I would often get emails from parents even from the parents of college students about the grades and the class and how bad their their kid was doing in school and it was my fault because I wasn't giving the great grade that they wanted even though their child was not turning in their homework so yeah it happens you know parents will email teachers and you know they think that education is a is like a commodity that they purchase or something yeah so you know your generation faces a, a number of challenges um you're having to you grew up you had to like live through the pandemic which is pretty unprecedented you have you have access to like the whole world through your phone through your tablet you can you know what's happening all over the world should you wish to know it you can look up anything and you know you have like you both have mentioned and the last episode you both spoke about you know skyrocketing you know situations of suicide and so you have so many different challenges you know probably even challenges that that i'm i didn't even mention what what are some of the challenges you wish adults knew what what would you like adults to know about the challenges that you face i mean i don't personally face this but um i feel like depression is really common it's becoming more and more common around in our generation and so their parents like don't help them and or support them so they start going online for thought reassurance and help and love and it just makes it worse and worse and worse because there's such dark things on the internet and um yeah it's just making it worse yeah it can you know the internet can be a pretty dark place i've never gone to the dark places of the internet i'm i'm glad yeah i don't know why people would go there but that's them not me so you wish adults knew more about how y your generation is struggling with mental health yeah uh just like suicide rates i'm pretty sure ours is the most struggling with mental health and there's just more and more young people filing into mental hospitals mm -hmm. um for self-harm or just like uh, suicide attempts and it's just heartbreaking because I wish I could help all those kids who um, don't know their purpose in life. Yeah. Um, mainly the same as Allie. Like, uh, the those the parents don't really they aren't there. Like literally, they aren't there. Um, and that means that the child is all alone. And like Allie said, they. Like Ellie said, they go to the internet for reassurance and love and support, and you do get that sometimes, but a lot of the times people just don't care, and even worse, they they criticize you for it, or or they just like be rude or just for no reason. 
Right. Just to be rude. Yeah, like unnecessary rudeness is one of the most irritating things ever. But it, but it also comes from other children who whose parents aren't around. Uh, the the rudeness comes from other children who parents aren't around. So um, those kids are in the same situation but don't know it, and they are criticizing each other, and they don't care. Yeah. I honestly think it's just a cycle because there's rude people who are just rude for no reason. Then those people see those people being rude and they're like, oh, well, if they're being rude, I can be rude too. And so it's just a cycle of more and more and more people starting to be rude. Um, but I don't think I'll ever be rude to someone without a reason. So rudeness is is like a, a virus. It just spreads. So it's the COVID 2000s <laughs> rudeness. You know, it just passes. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. I personally have never been infected by it, but I've seen it. But <laughs> I don't know. I've seen the way you treat your sister. Yeah, but she's my sister. I don't think I could be rude to strangers without a reason. It just seems so wrong because you don't even know what they're going through. That's true. You never know what another person is going through. So what do you think adults can do? to help with these challenges you know you what do adults need to be doing to help kids navigate the challenges that they're facing i think some adults just need to be better parents they just they brought their kids into this world and instead of completing their mission of raising them and bringing them to be a good person they just bring them into the world and just leave it at that and they just aren't really there for their kids and i feel like yeah, they, like, feed them and clothe them. It's illegal not to. You would be sent to jail, and your kid would be taken away from you, but they don't really give the love that the kid really wants. Yeah. Or needs, actually. Vivi, what do you think? Um, same as Elliot's. Um, uh, the, the parents need to be around for their kids, and... Um, this happens especially with more uh, upper class or rich parents. They they kind of just brought their kid here just to be the best of the best, but the kid doesn't want to, but the parent makes them so, and the kid, they nobody likes them because they're they're trying to be obsessed with the, with themselves, and so parents can be the reason why kids don't have any friends and that can lead to mental health and depression and yeah yeah um you know we've talked a lot about the home and about what happens in the home for kids but if we can like expand things a little bit and you two are both very aware of what's happening you know in the world and you know in our nation in the world in general um and i'm interested in learning what concerns you most about the decisions leaders are making today um i don't really know i mean like uh do you mean like uh leaders in like schools and like stuff like that or just like bigger bigger 
politics or business or entertainment? Yeah, I feel like the economy is falling apart. That's one thing. I mean, but we're going to be left with it to pick up the pieces, so that's great. But um, I don't really know. It's just um, poor leaders equals poor decisions, which equals poor outcomes. So far, we've we've talked a lot about, you know, parenting and what kids need from their parents. And I'm curious to know, you know, about what you think about the leaders today. What concerns you most about the decisions they're making? Um, I think that we uh, could have stronger leaders. And I feel like... Um, uh, we could, um, our leaders can make better decisions on our current economy because it's slowly falling apart and our generation is going to be left to pick up the pieces of it. And yeah, poor leaders lead to poor decisions to poor outcomes for the people to fix. So, yeah. Vivi, you've also talked a lot about the need for strong leaders. Um, what do you think that, what does a strong leader look like? A stronger leader looks like um, um, a leader that is able to make it, uh, that is decisive, um, but also listens to the people as well, instead of just um, making a decision by themselves. Because we also, um, we know about what's going to happen and what can happen. And so um, it's like... um, a strong leader would look uh, like um, a president that people would want to elect again because um, they listen and they um, they lead people in the right di- direction. Yeah, what do you think are the most important qualities of a leader? Um, that they are strong so if something um, unfortunate happens like Ali said they can pick up the pieces of it and um, and that they can keep going uh, and they're resilient mm-hmm, and, and see a good a good outcome and try to work to that yeah and they have perseverance mm-hmm. so you're looking for um, perseverance and resilience. Yep. Ellie, what do you think? The entire, I think, um, in my opinion, the entire part of the leader is to like guide your people and make decisions um, based on your people's like interests and like what they would like, but also good decisions. And I feel like some leaders don't really consider the people, and I feel like they could do better at doing that and like just considering their people in general. Yeah. Well, Ellie, Vivi, thank you so much for joining us again today on Christian Curious. You're welcome. welcome. You've been listening to Christian Curious. Be sure to check out our website for more episodes and to learn more about us. Reach out anytime with your comments or questions to Haley at ChristianCurious.com. That's Haley, H-A-L-E-E at ChristianCurious.com. Stay curious.